This is Character Development Episode 2, Hilary Sparrow and Sinan Keshti. Hi, I'm Suzanne Nugent. I'm an author and a screenwriter, and I love talking to innovators, authors, and artists about their creative process and the real-life character arcs that happen along the way. I always walk away from these kinds of conversations feeling inspired, and I hope this podcast does the same for you. This is Character Development. Hey, it's Suzanne. I recently watched a series of short films called Future Forward, produced by the team at the Climate Pledge in collaboration with Majority. Future Forward is a character-driven documentary series that peels back the curtain on corporate innovations and climate action. These films were so well done, and they made me feel hopeful about the future of the planet and inspired by the women behind these films. I have two of these women here today, Hilary Sparrow and Sanan Keshji. Hilary Sparrow is an award-winning, results-driven storyteller, leader, and content strategist with a proven track record building groundbreaking multi-channel social impact and communications campaigns. She is currently the head of communications and content for the Climate Pledge at Amazon, where she leads content and digital strategy designed to inspire companies to set net zero climate goals and join the Climate Pledge community. Since launching two years ago, over 375 companies have signed the pledge, including industry leaders such as Unilever, Siemens, and Microsoft. In her tenure with the pledge, Sparrow built an in-house content studio and forged content partnerships with TED Countdown and National Geographic Society, among others. Sparrow's projects have won numerous awards and nominations, including an Oscar nomination, two news and documentary Emmys, Tellies and Webbies, among others. The Future Forward film series was made in collaboration with Majority, which brings me to Sanan Keshji. Sanan Keshji is an award-winning South Asian-American Muslim filmmaker. She has directed several feature and short films, including the three-time Emmy-nominated documentary The Diplomat for ESPN and the award-winning Project Kashmir for PBS. She created, wrote, and directed the comedic docu-web series Divas of Karachi for PBS and also directed several brand films for Facebook, Johnson & Johnson, and Save the Children. Sanan serves as the Governor for Documentary Programming for the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences, and she is a member of the Academy Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, where she serves on the Executive Committee for the Documentary Branch. She is a former board member of the International Documentary Association and on the Advisory Council for Film Fatales. In 2018, she co-founded Majority, an auteur-driven production company that supports diverse, woman-identifying filmmakers to create innovative documentary, fiction, commercial, and branded projects. I loved talking to Hillary and Sanan about collaboration, both as storytellers and as people who are looking for solutions on a planet-facing climate crisis. Here's my conversation with Hillary Sparrow and Sanan Keshji. One of the reasons I started this podcast is to highlight innovators and artists who are making the world a better place by making stuff. And so when I heard about Future Forward and the women behind it, this series of films, it's kind of all those things. Hillary Sparrow and Sanan Keshji, I'm so glad to have both of you here. And let's get into it. Hillary, let's start with Amazon's Climate Pledge. 
Yeah. Hi, it's so great to be here. So the Climate Pledge is Amazon's commitment to be net zero carbon by 2040. And it was launched in 2019. And it's all about not only Amazon working to be net zero by 2040, but also having other companies join us. And so to date, we've had over 375 global companies also sign the Climate Pledge, including like many household names that you'd know, Microsoft and Mercedes-Benz and Cotopaxi and, you know, lots of Unilever, big companies like that, and the companies featured in this film series. It's a perfect example of collaboration. Sinan, how did you come on board for Future Forward? I mean, really, this is Hillary's brainchild. I mean, it's been her baby for so long, and she wanted to work with real documentary filmmakers. I, I think that's just so bold and a new way of thinking about storytelling with commitment to telling stories with brands. And these are these are brand films, but they're not branded films. They're real documentaries. And that was her vision and the Climate Pledge team's vision from the beginning is to tell these stories. And so my company, Majority, works with documentary filmmakers. I'm a documentary filmmaker, producer, and director. And so that's how we kind of came together. We've known each other through mutual friends for a bit. So it worked out really well. It's a great experience. Can you tell me more about Majority? It's a collective of filmmakers who identify as women and I'm kind of blown away by the collective you have there. Can you tell me more about how that started? Sure. We wanted to create something that gave opportunities to underrepresented voices. And I decided to bring together these incredible friends and colleagues who have been making films for a long time, very well known in their fields, but may not have had the opportunity to make things for clients or work on projects that could be something they could do while they're working on their passion projects. There's always a need, especially as we see with women and women directors, it's really easy to make your first film. It's really difficult to make your second and your third. And so, you know, this was an opportunity to create spaces for them to be be sustainable in their lifestyles and their work while they're making, you know, these films that we all really want to see. They have such strong voices. And so bringing them together and then working with them to develop stories like we did on this series, we worked really collaboratively where they were able to bring their vision to these stories so that they were not traditional, you know, advertising for, for anything. This was really about real journalistic practices. And that's what we do at Majority. Hillary, why do you think that storytelling was such a, an important part of getting this message about the Climate Pledge and filmmaking in particular? Why do you think it was such an effective and impactful way of getting these messages across? Well, here's the one thing about the climate crisis that I think we collectively as a society need to work to change, which is right now the narrative is doomsday. And yes. In many ways, it always feels like if that's the narrative, isn't that going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy? And so we have to change that narrative. And so when I came on the Climate Pledge team and I started to learn about all the many incredible efforts of innovation and technology and the amount of money being put into it and all of the incredibly smart people across the globe working to solve these problems, I was like, this story is not being told, full stop. You know, the storytellers right now, 
you know, the media, et cetera. I mean, it's just a constant reiteration of the student state narrative. So that's why I wanted to launch the series is I wanted to tell stories of innovation and hope and inspiration. So that was a huge part of it. And then the second piece was I didn't want those stories to to be scripted. They needed to be documentary stories because they needed to be real. We, In order to get people to understand that we have the tools to solve the climate crisis and that we are working really hard on it, I felt like you really needed a documentary filmmaker's effective to do that the right way. I'm glad you brought up that point about how many narratives with regard to climate change are doomsday. Usually when I watch these things, I walk away with like in a despair, just despair spiral. And I did not get that at all. I felt inspired and hopeful, taken care of and trying to figure out what I can bring to the table too. The Future of Building, directed by Samia Khan Bambra, was I just kind of blown away by, oh, they're putting carbon in concrete. Well, I cannot do that. I do not know how to do that. (laughs) But I can tell stories about people who do that. Sanan, is this your way of contributing to these solutions as well by telling the stories about people who are doing these incredible innovations? It was it was such an eye opener. I also felt so overwhelmed by the climate stories that I was hearing feeling committed to the cause, but yet feeling hopeless in the process. But, you know, learning about these companies, I mean, we went through hundreds of stories and we read about these companies and talked to the companies, many, many more that we could even feature in the in the series. And all of them had really interesting, beautiful stories to tell about this process of, of their own discoveries along the way and their commitment to this pledge and, and their commitment to their customers and their, their businesses, because we all have to do our part. The thing that was exciting to me about this that really kind of opened my eyes was how much a collaboration between companies like the private sector and the public sector really needs to come together. And so many of these companies are doing that to sort of accelerate this this moment that we that we're in, accelerate the the healing of the planet. So let's talk about the collaboration and what was the development process like for you guys? Was there ever a point where you thought about making this into a feature or was it always individual short films? It was always about shorts. And reason being is my personal perspective is that is kind of the appetite that people have these days. Absolutely. I was going to say these are very digestible films. They went down very, very easy when I binged them. (laughs) That's great to hear. But development was a challenge. We had an amazing team with Sinan and then also a wonderful development producer named Martha Graves who supported us. And we hunted and pecked and looked (laughs) and, you know, looked around corners. and, And the challenge is that and I use this analogy a lot, what people don't realize with corporate storytelling is that it's so much more difficult than if you're telling a story for, you know, Netflix or National Geographic. And here's why. When I worked for National Geographic, if I needed, you know, if I was doing a film on elephants and I wanted to go find an inspiring story, you would start to do research and there's stories and characters and it's all there. 
but you pull the curtain back on corporations, first of all, you're going to hit the PR machine and they're going to be feeding you up talking points and not stories. Second of all, it's harder to find the characters because you're given executives and you're not necessarily given like the people who are passionate about it. And so there's so much more work to actually go in and find characters who are incredibly passionate, people that will talk about what was hard about what they're doing or is hard about what they're doing. That's another thing with corporate storytelling that we often lose is that people gloss over the difficulties and just focus on the outcomes. So development, I would say, was extremely challenging. We cast a a really wide net in terms of how many companies we talked to. And then, of course, we wanted a really nice balance of you know, different aspects of innovation and everything that's happening, which the film series does, but that was important to us. And I just wanted to add to that in this process of, of talking to so many companies, what was also super challenging was trying to tell a story that was visual, right? We're trying to tell a story that's happening in front of our cameras or that we can illustrate in some ways. And we found ways around it because a lot of this stuff was in the boardroom or it was an idea or it was something that they had already done in the past. And so that was an interesting way of telling sort of complicated stories through character, which always makes them more interesting. All of the films were beautifully shot by different directors and yet they have a cohesive look about them so that they can be kind of played all together. Was it your goal to get a cohesive look among each of these films or did that happen organically or how did that work? I, that happened organically. It wasn't necessarily our goal. So many times, you know, when you're doing a television series or that sort of thing, you know, you'll come up with a package that you deliver to the directors and they're all meant to follow the same playbook. We didn't do that with these because we wanted directors to bring their own creative angle perspective to the storytelling. And I think the way that they do feel so cohesive is because of the the style in which we approach the the visuals, right? Like we wanted the filmmakers to have their own take on things, but then we added sort of music and and graphics and things of that sort that that felt like they were part of of a package together. What were some of the challenges of working with crews and different directors? around the world because some each of these films is shot in different locations. Yeah, each story was was really had its own challenges. You know, you'd think that the stories that that seem like they're more difficult were were actually the ones that were kind of easier in some sense. E- each we could do a whole episode on yeah. each film, you know, in that sense of the challenges, but you know, I, I have to say all the directors rose to the challenge. They were super excited about being part of this process. And really, I think it what's unusual and a real testament to the climate pledge is like really looking at an individual's perspective. And so part of that philosophy went down to the filmmakers. So the filmmakers would take an idea that we developed internally, all of us, and then the filmmaker would say, okay, this is what's interesting to me about it, and would tell us what what they thought would make an interesting angle. And then Hillary and I and Hillary's team and our majority team really worked closely together with the filmmakers to sort of challenge them and push them to really hit notes because we knew what the other films were going to be about too, so that they would feel comprehensive in a sense. 
Hillary, did you have anything to add? I feel like I, I saw you unmute yourself for a minute. <laughs> oh yeah. I, well, I was gonna, I was laughing, gonna say COVID. COVID was a challenge. <laughs> we had crews get COVID, characters get COVID, you know, we were, yeah, but, but we worked around it. Right. Because you were shooting right in, right in the thick of it. Yeah. I mean, 2021, but still. Yeah. Yeah. You know, each project that I get involved with ends up changing me professionally and personally. And I'm curious to know how Future Forward and creating this film series may have changed you on a personal level or a professional level. For me, I I actually check out who has signed the climate pledge. I really do. And I, I really look at that when I'm shopping on Amazon as well. You know, this isn't just lip service. That's what was really exciting to me is that it felt like you're telling stories that matter, that can make change, and I can do my part in the process. And I think our filmmakers and our producers all felt that commitment throughout this series, that that these are real stories and, and that we did our job telling them in a way that was honest. And and now it's up to us to, to do the due diligence ourselves. And I would echo a lot of what Sanan said, to, but to just say, you know, I think I feel hopeful about our future and inspired. And I feel honestly confident that we will solve the climate crisis and that there's just a lot of goodness to come. And so, you know, I'm excited to share that optimism with the world. I feel the same way just by watching these films. So where can listeners watch these? Yes. So we are working on the marketing and distribution plan now for Future Forward, but they will definitely be on the Climate Pledge website. And then we're making a wide push with many of our partners and other signatories, companies that have signed the pledge to get it out as as far and wide as possible. So stay tuned, but it is coming in the first few months of 2023 for sure. So where can we learn more about the films? or follow you, Sanan? We are at majorityfilm.com. And you can read about our filmmakers. We have many, many more filmmakers that aren't even on the website. And I think you'll find everything there. And Hillary, how about you? Where where can we learn about Climate Pledge? The best place is to follow us on social. So we've got we're on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And, you know, we're always pushing out great content. We've got a ton of behind the scenes and cool, fun stuff from Future Forward that we'll be sharing on those channels as well. Well, thank you both for being here. This has been inspiring. Despite our technical problems at the beginning, (laughs) we made it through. Thanks for the collaboration, talking about the collaboration. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Character Development with Suzanne Nugent. If you liked the show, please subscribe and give it a rating. If you didn't like the show, please subscribe and give it a rating. We can still be friends. Sign up for our monthly newsletter at SuzanneNugent.com slash podcast. That's S-U-Z-A-N-N-E-N-U-G-E-N-T dot com slash podcast. Or just follow the link in the show notes. That's it for now. Until next time, I'm Suzanne Nugent, and I'm glad we had this talk. 